You're listening to episode 43 of the Creative Business Breakdown Podcast. Welcome to the Creative Business Breakdown. We're your hosts, Rachel Rambach and Katie Cameron. We give you the 100% real behind the scenes scoop on being a business owner in a creative field. We're here to share our stories, let you in on the lessons we've learned, have some honest, no BS talks, and assure you that you are not alone on this often messy and sometimes difficult journey. Today's episode of the Creative Business Breakdown podcast is going to be a little bit different. So typically when we are recording, Rachel and I are sitting in the same room together, talking about the same topic, and kind of feeding off of each other. But we've been a little busy recently. There have been a lot of things going on, and Neither of us has been in the office at the same time, really, for the past two weeks. So we are taking this episode and doing it separately. So we came up with a series of questions about our business, about ourselves, and about our growth that we are going to answer totally independently of each other. We're taking the time to really reflect on some of our experiences within our business, and I think it'll be interesting to hear our different perspectives without each other chiming in. So, with no further ado, here we go. What did you envision for this business when you became partners and started an LLC? Well, my immediate vision for the business was that I would no longer be the only person doing all of the things for Music Therapy Connections because in its first iteration, that was really the case. Katie, as we've shared, was doing some contract work for me. And so that was wonderful in that I was able to grow a little bit that way. But as far as the business was concerned, it was all me. And it was a lot on my plate, along with having a one-year-old baby and also planning to grow my family pretty soon thereafter. So when that came true pretty quickly, the fact that Katie and I were able to divvy up those responsibilities right away, I knew that our bigger vision, which was to not just have a private practice with ourselves working and providing all the services, but really growing into this facility, I knew that we would achieve that vision. We had a conversation in the Starbucks at Target before we officially became partners and kind of shared what the ideal business would look like. And we both had this picture of this really nice location that was ours where there were other people providing lessons and music therapy services and classes. And lo and behold, that's where we're at now. And that continues to grow beyond what we had even pictured for ourselves as the ideal business setup. And I know that we're not going to stop growing anytime soon. So I can say truthfully that we have outgrown that initial vision. And it's it's hard to say where we'll be in a few years, but I love the direction that we continue to go in. What did you envision for this business when you became partners and started an LLC? Personally, I think this is such an interesting question. You know, when I moved down to this area, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I had a four hour a week job working in a hospital setting, but aside from that, I had no clue where life was going to take me. 
So I started reaching out to people about opportunities, about providing services, and that's when Rachel and I met. We met via email, and I started contracting for her and teaching lessons and providing individual therapy services, but we didn't really have any kind of partnership at that point. I didn't talk to her that often. We didn't see each other. It wasn't until our coffee date at Starbucks that we really even brought up the topic of starting an LLC. And that's its own journey. If you go back and you listen to old episodes of this podcast, you'll hear more about our journey together. But because I had no notion of even starting this company together or creating an LLC or, you know, opening a clinic space, I didn't know what to expect. I guess we dreamed up some really big things in our first kind of meetings together, but we never even dreamt this far. You know, we created three and five year goals, but even those weren't big enough for what this has become, where we've gone, and where we are now is beyond anything I could have envisioned. You know, I guess I envisioned it being the two of us for a while, and then maybe one other person, but beyond that, I, I really hadn't thought about it too much. As we've progressed, our vision has totally like changed and shifted and grown. And I guess it's just been an interesting journey. And I have loved it, every minute of it. What's the biggest lesson you've learned? Ooh, this is a toughie because I have learned so many lessons throughout the course of our partnership so far. But honestly, I think the biggest lesson, as simplistic as it sounds, is that I don't have to do everything. I don't have to have my hands in every single pot related to our business. I can give up the reins. And there are other people who are just as qualified, if not more so than me, to handle those responsibilities and those tasks. And I love that as soon as Katie and I became business partners, It was very apparent what my strengths were and what her strengths were in the business. And it was really easy to just kind of let it naturally happen where some tasks fell under her responsibilities and some fell into mine. And as our responsibilities have grown, as our business has grown, that's continued to be the case. And it's just felt so easy and natural. And I think a big majority of the reason that has happened is because Katie and I are such a good fit as business partners and we're very lucky in that way. But this lesson has been reinforced as we've grown our team and I've been able to give up more responsibilities and tasks to other team members. And so it gets easier as I go, but that's a lesson that took me a long, long time to learn. And I'm so glad that I finally did learn it because now having this business feels so much less stressful and overwhelming than it did when I felt like I had to have eyes on every moving piece and part. What's the biggest lesson you've learned? Things get easier. Hardship, difficult situations, difficult tasks, rough spots in business come in seasons. And as we've said in previous episodes, new level, new devil. 
as we grow on, as we grow, as we move through different phases of our business, there will be issues. There will be things that will happen. And even though we don't have the perfect solution or the perfect answer, if we just keep going and keep our heads up and keep a positive attitude about it as best possible, we make it through and we keep going. I think just knowing that things get better and being able to tell myself from past experience that things get better is probably the biggest thing that I have learned, the the biggest thing I've taken away. And understanding that even though I don't have the answers now, I'll find them. We'll, We'll get the solution. We'll figure it out. That has been a huge learning point I think for both of us. What's your partner's biggest strength as a business owner? Oh, I love answering this question. And it's also another toughie because Katie has so many strengths as a business owner. I think though that her biggest strength is that she is such a people person. And that has come into play so critically as we've grown to be this big team and we have all of these people that we're communicating with inside of our building and out on a daily basis. Katie is the first person to jump in and answer the door and welcome people in and have conversations with our team and solve problems quickly and just be there. She is such a presence and she is such a friendly and positive force in our business and that comes through in her clinical work. It comes through just in her being in the building and creating that feeling that anybody can come up and talk to her, which they do no matter where she is. Random people just come up and I think feel drawn to her because she's just, like I said, such a people person. And of course, I love people too. And it's so wonderful to get to interact with with people throughout the day at MTC, but really the fact that she loves it so much kind of helps me conserve my energy. I'm a big introvert, whereas she is an extrovert. So that plays so well into our partnership and allows us to really hone into the areas where we feel the most natural. And she kind of takes that pressure off of me and time and time again she can just kind of feel those times where she needs to take over and be the bigger energy in a conversation in a meeting in a recording whatever the case may be she just always is there with her amazing personality and with her wonderful ability to communicate in such a clear and effective and inviting way what is your partner's biggest strength as a business owner Okay, so Rachel has a lot of strengths, like so many strengths. And you've heard us talk about this in the past, how we complement each other pretty well with our our different strengths. But there is one thing that has stood out to me about her from even the first email that we sent back and forth. That is that Rachel does not hesitate on taking action. She is one of the biggest self-starters and problem solvers that I have ever met. I mean, you give her something to accomplish, something to do, and she's like on it. When we're in a meeting, we 
come up with these like lists of things that we need to do and I'll step away from an hour, come back and she'll have all of it already done. I don't know how she does everything that she does, but it is incredible and totally a strength. She just, she sees something that she wants and she goes for it and she takes the steps to get there. And that kind of fearless and immediate action is one of the things I have always looked up to her for and appreciated about her because that's not something that everyone has. Being able to be around somebody who continues to take action and immediate action is so incredibly inspiring. What is the most challenging aspect of being in a partnership? I'll preface this question by saying that for the majority of our five years as business partners, it's basically been rainbows and butterflies for Katie and I. We haven't had any big fights or falling outs or huge clashing of heads. It's really been smooth sailing. And I think that is a testament to the fact that our personalities fit so well together because we're opposites in just the right ways and yet very similar in others. But of course, there is a challenge when it comes to working so closely with another person. Katie and I don't operate in the same way on a day-to-day basis, and we've been very candid about that. Um, And for the most part, that works well for us. But, you know, there are times when maybe she wants things done a certain way or expects things done a certain way or vice versa, where we just have to be a little bit more patient with the other person, knowing that that's just not their style. And we've gotten really good at learning and respecting and understanding that. The other challenge is just simply putting another person's opinion and perspective right up there equally with your own. And that has to be the case in an equal partnership because both of our opinions are valid and we need to weigh each other's opinions and perspectives going into every decision that we make. And at this point, I love the fact that I have another person helping me make just about every decision because it helps to validate my feelings on something. And if we disagree, then we're able to have a really open conversation about our different viewpoints and then come to a decision that makes sense and feels good to both of us. But there are definitely areas where I have a little bit more um, strong opinions on something than Katie and in those circumstances she is always open to kind of leaning towards what I'm thinking and the other way around as well. As we've talked about on the podcast, I'm much more the PR person, whereas she is much more the HR person. So in those two different areas, we kind of veer to each other's opinions and are fine with that. And it eliminates the need for tons and tons and tons of conversation and back and forth on topics day in and day out. So we've gotten really good at respecting and balancing each other's opinions and perspectives, but I think that's something to consider and to know going into a partnership that that might pose a bigger challenge to another set of partners. What is the most challenging aspect of being in a partnership? I'm not sure the best way to say this or how to really put it into words, so bear with me as I try to figure it out. 
I think one of the most challenging things for me is knowing myself well enough and being vulnerable enough to share my shortcomings with somebody else. When you are a solopreneur, everything that you have to do, everything that needs to happen in your business falls on you. And if it goes well or if it doesn't, that's still on you and nobody else is going to call you out on it. When you are in a partnership, the level of self-awareness that you have and the ability to communicate that effectively with another person comes into play. There are things that I am good at. There are things that I am not good at. And I have to be able to talk to Rachel about those openly and honestly so that we can do the things that work for us. You know, we went into this business partnership without really having a whole lot of knowledge about each other first. And so one of the things you have to do as you go is build a relationship. There's so much of this business that relies on the two of us working together in tandem. And you don't get that kind of experience in many other places. So being able to communicate effectively efficiently and vulnerably with another person can be a challenge for a lot of people. And I think in being in this partnership, I've honestly learned way more about myself um, as we've gone on and the more that we've done and the more that we've gotten into things. It's been such a cool journey. And, you know, that challenge of having to just be so open and honest with somebody else has really been the most beneficial thing in moving our business forward and our partnership and for me personally. If something comes up for me and I can't accomplish one of our big goals or if I drop the ball somewhere or something doesn't get done, I have to be the one to tell my business partner that I dropped the ball, that I am the reason that things aren't going well. Or say like, I have an idea that I want us to pursue and it doesn't go over like I want it to. You know, that's that's its own mess. Or if there's something that maybe we have differing opinions on, we have to find common ground on it and respect and value each other's opinions. And I think that is one of the areas where Rachel and I have such a huge advantage is that we have both been very honest and very open and very clear with our communication with one another so that we've been able to work through issues before they become problems and we've been able to problem solve everything as we go and we've really built this level of trust in one another and a set of realistic expectations based on what we know. What are the perks of a partnership versus solopreneurship? Well, I've already answered this just a little bit in previous questions, but oh boy, I could go on and on and on on this question. Solopreneurship is difficult, especially when you're the only business owner of its kind in your area and you don't have people to bounce ideas off of and talk about certain situations and kind of get a feel for what's happening with 
other business owners that are dealing with the same kinds of situations as you are. And that was me for a long, long time. When I initially started iteration number one of Music Therapy Connections back in 2007, there was nobody else around doing what I was doing. Social media was not really a thing at that point, so I didn't have the benefit of connecting with others online. So it felt really lonely, it felt really hard, and it felt like I had no idea what I was doing a lot of the time. So I just kind of learned from experience and did a lot of guesswork as I went. Um, But as the business grew and it was still just me and there were more responsibilities and more clients, it really just got harder and the pressure continued to grow. And I felt that really hard right before Katie and I came together in a partnership. And just having the weight off my shoulders as being the only one doing everything, that was the biggest perk and still remains the biggest perk, that I have somebody else who is supporting me and who cares just as much as I do about the business. Because as a solopreneur, nobody else cares about the business as much as I do or even comes close. Of course, I had wonderful support and still do in my husband and my family and my friends. There's just nothing like having somebody that's in it to win it right up there with you every single day. Somebody that you can send a Slack message or a text message to at midnight and know that they're probably on the same wavelength and they're probably thinking the same thing, but are still going to talk you out of your funk or convince you that you're going to find the perfect solution to an issue. And just to be that cheerleader. I love that we can talk about every decision before we make it, that we can weigh the pros and cons, that we have two very different viewpoints going into every circumstance. And so even when we make a decision that turns out not to be the right one, I don't have to put it all on my shoulders as, oh, I'm a failure. This is totally my fault. I can take a step back and realize, hey, we both made this decision together. Yeah, it wasn't the right one, but we've learned from it and we're moving on. So like I said, I could go on and on about the perks, but really it boils down to having that person by my side being in it 100% with me, and just having a friend there at all times and being able to talk about anything and everything and knowing another person so well and also getting to work with them and do fun things. So lots and lots of perks. I highly recommend partnership as long as it's the right partner. What are the perks of a partnership versus solopreneurship? As I said previously, in a solopreneurship, everything that has to happen is on you. Everything. The biggest advantage of having a partnership is that you have somebody else to share that load with and somebody else to split up tasks with. Beyond that, you have another set of eyes, another set of ears, and another brain to bounce things off of. You know, it's really easy to get stuck in our own heads and ideas and see our own perspectives. But when you have a partner, you both have to be on the same page and you have to take into account the other side of things, the other perspective that somebody else might bring. And that is so incredibly valuable in developing 
every single part of our business. Oftentimes, when we have an idea, one of us will have experience that we bring to the table from other external kind of factors, other external experiences that we can bring in and that will inform our decisions. Having another perspective, having another person with experiences who can lend their advice, lend their set of eyes and ears, and really just work through things on a deeper, higher level helps to advance our business in a totally unique way. So whether you're in a solopreneurship or a partnership, I always recommend that people find another trusted person in their lives because having somebody else to even listen or think with you or bounce ideas off of is so valuable. We just have that innately built in because of our partnership. The other huge perk I see of having a partnership is simply having someone who understands, who gets what you're going through, who understands what's happening in your business on the same level that you do. You know, I could bring any issue that we're facing to someone else. I could bring some success story to somebody else, but they will not understand at the same level as someone else who is in that business every day with me. You know, Rachel and I have the unique opportunity to have this huge shared experience that we are going through together. And that means that we also get to understand it on the same level that nobody else ever will. That means we get to laugh and cry together. We get frustrated about so many of the same things. We experience joy about, you know, small things that nobody would ever see outside of the two of us. And that, that experience, having somebody to share all of that with who totally, absolutely gets it is so cool and probably one of my favorite parts of having a partnership. How have you personally grown since starting this partnership? Hands down, the number one way that I have personally grown is the fact that I now put myself and my family and my own self-care before business. And that is something I could not have said prior to Katie and I becoming business partners. For so many years as a solopreneur, my business was my baby. Even when I had my own human baby, I still was making decisions based on the good of my business and bringing in more revenue and saying yes to more clients and students. And that took a negative toll on my mental health, on my physical health, on my emotional health, just about every area of my life. I was a total yes person and I was always accepting opportunities and doing favors for people and taking on roles that I knew I didn't want to have and that I knew weren't going to benefit me personally. And since having a partner in this business, I've become empowered to make decisions based on my own self-care and my family and my sanity. Katie has encouraged me 
every step of the way. In fact, when I finally took the leap to step down from having such a big caseload, she was the number one person there cheering for me and telling me to go for it. Even though our business did suffer a little bit at the beginning for that reason, she knew that it was taking a toll on all of those areas of my life and coming between me spending time with my family and just being happy overall. And I honestly cannot thank her and this partnership enough for that and the effects of it moving forward. I now have no problem putting myself and my family and my own self-care before business decisions. And we encourage each other to do that. So I hope that she feels the same way. But that's something that I don't think would have been the case had I continued to be a solopreneur. So I have this partnership to thank for being empowered to say no, for being empowered to make decisions based on what is best for me and my family. And that is honestly such a huge turning point in my life because it took so long to get to that point. How have you personally grown since starting this partnership? I don't even know where to start with that question. (laughs) There are so, so many ways that I have grown, developed, and that I continue to grow. This partnership, this business has been the most educational experience of my life. You know, I went into this with no knowledge of how to start a business, of no knowledge about hiring employees, managing a team, running payroll, doing taxes, of how to, you know, sustain a company. And even that knowledge, just the business knowledge alone has been huge. I I continue to learn things every single day about business, about management, and about how to be better in those things. But I think the, the biggest things that I've learned are those personal and emotional pieces. The parts where I've had to learn about my style of dealing with difficult situations, of how to keep going even when Things feel really, really hard. The lesson I said earlier that I learned about how I now understand that things get better and that things are often temporary and problems are solvable, that has also moved into my personal life. It's not just a business lesson that I've learned. That's a, that's a very much a personal thing as well. You know, I've had to learn how to manage my time, how to take time for myself because I started getting burnout at one point and learning how to really balance that has been a personal journey. Learning how to disconnect from work for a few minutes or a few days and learning that I need that time. That's been huge for me. I think also learning that not everything needs an immediate response. That has been something I've learned both in my personal and business life. 
sometimes things don't need a response at all, and that's fine. You know, those those little things that I've learned are also big life lessons. These past four or five years now have informed how I continue to live and everything that I continue to do. And I know, I guess, based on the biggest lesson that I've learned, that I will keep growing and I will keep learning and things will keep changing and that's all okay. What are you the most excited about for the future of your business? Ooh, so many things to be excited about. We are in the middle of a crazy, crazy growth period. And a lot of that is due to circumstances that are out of our control. But a lot of that also has to do with the work that we've been doing and putting in over these past five years to grow to the point we're at now where we need more music therapists and there are other areas where our services are needed. And that is so exciting to me. We've grown in areas that I didn't even think would be possibilities at the beginning. I didn't foresee us serving locations outside of our own clinic. And here we are with all of these different contracts and all of these different opportunities to expand music therapy throughout Springfield. So to know that there are even more of those opportunities out there, I think is thrilling. The fact that music therapy has grown so much in our city and that people recognize what we do and tell other people about it and help us to spread the word, that's only growing and continuing to happen even more. So I'm really excited for more of that and I'm excited to see who joins us in the coming months and to see how our business shifts even further beyond how it's already surpassed that initial vision that I talked about at the beginning of this podcast. What are you most excited about for the future of your business? This has been a wild ride. This has been an absolutely wild ride. I have done so many things that I never expected to do. We have grown more than I ever thought possible. And we have done more than I ever imagined. I mean, this podcast is one of those things that, you know, I never envisioned myself doing. And now I love doing it. I guess what I'm trying to get at is the thing I'm most excited about is the unknown. I have no idea where this business is going to be in six months, in a year. And while that's terrifying, that's also so, so exciting. Music therapy has grown in our community 10 times over in the past several years. And that's because of what we've done in our business. I mean, that's because we've put it out there. We've put music therapy out there and now people want services. When I go in somewhere and I tell somebody that I'm a music therapist, they know what that is now. So now that we've built that foundation and we've done some of that groundwork, I'm excited to see what is possible and go beyond where Ever we could have possibly envisioned when we started this. I'm excited to see what unfolds because right now 
the sky's the limit. Well, as Katie mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is definitely a very unorthodox episode for us. We broke away from the tradition of recording together because we thought it might be kind of fun to surprise each other with our own responses to these questions, and we hope it's been fun for you to listen to. We talk a lot about our partnership, and we know that it's it's pretty rare. There aren't lots and lots of partnerships out there, especially in the music therapy space. So we hope that the insight that we are providing has been valuable. And if you have other questions that we haven't answered, we always invite you to reach out to us, whether that's on social media, Creative Business Breakdown, or Music Therapy Connections. And you can always reach us via email, info at musictherapyconnections.org. And who knows, we might do another episode like this in the future. We love to hear your feedback, so let us know what you thought. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Creative Business Breakdown Podcast. For more episodes and more from us, you can check out our website, creativebusinessbreakdown.com. You can also follow along on Instagram and Facebook at Creative Business Breakdown.